In today's book review, I'm going to talk about two books. Yeah, not just one. Those two books go hand in hand, and you should be reading them together. They started as business books, but are now used by life skills and well-being. The first book was published in 1998 and written by Dr. Spencer Johnson. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? Now, for those of you who haven't read the book, let me give you a quick summary. The way it works, you have a bunch of friends from high school who get together at a reunion. And one of them is telling everybody how he just managed to get through a very tough time, turn his company around, just because of a story he heard that changed his life. Obviously, the other friends are very intrigued, so they want to hear more. And so the story starts. Pretty much, Who Moved My Cheese revolves around four characters. There are two mice, Sniff and Scurry. And two little people, two little human. One is called Hem, the other one is called Ha. And yeah, if you wonder, Hem and Ha are very indecisive. But pretty much they're very little humans, the size of, um, the size of mice. That's why they all live together in a maze. And every day, all they want to do is go and find cheese. Usually the way it goes, the mice take off very quickly, find what they can. When the humans are supposed to take a bit more of a smarter approach, shall say. And they go on their day-to-day -day things. Then one day, they get very lucky. They hit Cheese Station C, the El Dorado of cheese seekers. And they settle in. And they start to build their life around the cheese in Station C. Now, eventually, as you guys can guess, and that's why there's a book, <laughs> the cheese starts to disappear. The mice recognize this pretty quickly and start searching for cheese elsewhere. But our two little humans, they don't realize it until it's way too late. And at that time, what happens? Well, they complain, they lament, they long for time lost, but they don't change their behaviors. They keep on coming back to the infamous cheese station C every day, hoping that it's going to be different. And it does not become different. So one of the humans, Hem, does not want to change his old routine at all. He's scared of what's going to be out there. He's scared of going back in the maze because it's a very it's a scary place. It's a dark place. Who knows what can happen? And Hem decides to stay in place. The other little human, Ho, however, decides to take matters into his own hands and decides to move on. So... Ho enters the maze and now starts going through a very, very long journey. Sometimes he finds cheese, sometimes he does not. Sometimes he wonders why he made the change and he wonders all those things. And what's very interesting in that journey is that quickly the little human realizes that it's not about the past. You have to let go of it and you have to keep on moving forward until you find what you're looking for. And of course, he makes a resolution that once he finds what he's looking for, he will not make the same mistakes again. So he keeps going. And at some point, they get to Cheese Station N with even bigger, better, smellier cheese to handle. Now, of course, the fun part in the story is that the mice had already been there for a while because they, they never stopped looking, they never stopped searching. And Ho is very happy. Of course, uses the nice, uh, the nice role saying that you, when you move beyond your fear, you feel free, and other very nice uh, feel-good sentences. Now, the interesting part, we never know what happened to, um, to him. Did he leave the old Station C, or did he stay there and pretty much uh, st starve to death? At that stage, what you should know is that it's actually a book that was used mostly in business settings at first. 98 got published, everybody loved change back then, then the recession happened, and 
it was a time for huge drastic business cuts and business turnarounds. And many people are using this book more in a business setting to justify change and justify employees being cut off, uh, being laid off, sorry. Now, what's very cool, once you're done with the story, there's a an epilogue to the story when you get back to the high school friends chatting together around the table. And all the discussion is focusing around businesses and how sometimes you have to make change, how sometimes you have to cut people. And of course, it's for the best of everybody. That's one thing. That's why many people focus on that book. But there's also a whole personal aspect of things that two of the protagonists talked about. Uh, one is named um, Jessica, and the other one is named Becky. And what they're talking about is that sometimes you want to remove the old cheese in your life. But removing the old cheese does not mean removing people or removing your activities. It's just removing behaviors. What really got these mice in trouble was not what they were trying to do and how their perception was. So it's the behaviors they were building around it. So it's really a story around how keeping the same behaviors all the time will lead you to nowhere. And sometimes you have to change your behavior to progress and get better in life. So this book took off, did extremely well, and is still doing extremely well. I think they've sold, uh, they must have sold close to 30 million copies. They even built a business around it. And as you can tell, and as you can pre-think, some people wanted to, uh, to take on the author's point of view and perspective. And one thing that came up often was they're in a maze. They don't have a choice. It's very deterministic. You're stuck there. You, you can't do anything else. And also people were joking as to, well, who did move the cheese? Who was it? So another author came along a few years later. His name is Deepak Malhotra. I'm sorry if I butchered his name. And he's a Harvard professor. And he wrote, I moved your cheese. And it's actually really, really cool to read this book right after you read the first one. Look, realistically, it's probably going to take two hours of your day to read both books back to back. Super simple. What's very cool in, uh, in the way Deepak looks at the question of who moved the cheese is that he decided to take a non-deterministic approach, meaning he decided that people don't have to be stuck in the maze to begin with. So to do this, he decided to take the same approach as the first one, meaning we have, we have a maze and we have mice. This time he didn't use uh, the old humans, he just used mice. And we have three mice, Max, Big, and Zed. And pretty much those three mice from the time they were born, decided they were going to question authority and they were going to question, in a sense, their reality or their projected reality. Max started very young, and Max is just a mouse that just goes around, tries to investigate things. Big, Big is interested in well-being and fitness and wellness. Apparently, it's the strongest mouse you will ever meet, super mouse. And for him, cheese is really not all that important. It's all about working out, running around, and following a bigger role, bigger goal. And then you have Zed. Zed is the, the philosopher. Uh, you know, if Yoda was a mouse, that would probably be Zed. And they all like to, to share ideas and, and talk among each other. And read the stories around how these three mice managed to get out of the maze and manage to have lives and discover lives out there. What's very interesting to me when you read this is that you have Max. And Max is really someone who, by tons of trials and errors, managed to get out of the maze. Uh, he got a job, managed to get out of the maze, figured out that that whole mice business was just an experiment run by humans. And 
it's a very, very smart mouse, you know, kind of Mickey Mouse. He decides to, to learn human language and then even manages to tweak how the research is done. So he becomes the one who moves the cheese. He becomes the one who realigns the maze just from trials and error looking around. Big, on the other hand, Big just wanted to get out. At the very end of the book, Big just runs through the maze, literally breaks the wall, and he's gone and never coming back. And then you have Zed. And Zed, now it's very interesting because Zed manages to go through walls. Yeah, when I told you that it looks like Yoda, Zed is a Jedi, a Jedi mouse, who is able to get out. And on those three, you can see people doing more of a a more of a philosophical approach. One is doing more of a research-based approach, and the other one is a brute force approach. Really liked about I Moved Your Cheese is that they really showed that those three mice were very different. It was very difficult for them to exist in the maze. Because all the other mice, well, all they wanted to do was get the cheese. And they always referred to the first book as the good book, you know, almost like a religious kind of experience where you have to follow the learnings. You have to go from a station to another station. And if things change, that's okay. Keep going to a different station. It'll get better. And all these mice, they were very sad in their ways. And they were looking down upon Max, Big, and Zed for wanting to change, wanting to understand the why and wanting to get out of their environment. And what I wish in the story, I wish they had, they had all the mice listen to Max to explain his view of the world and what happens out there just to see their reaction. Would they even believe him or not? So that would be the, a very, very interesting thing to see. The one, uh, the one major criticism that I've seen about uh, I Moved Your Cheese is that the people wish there had been more, well, how did they do it? And uh, I don't think... That book was written to give really ways to get out of the maze, but really a good understanding of their different approaches. Everyone's going to have a different view on how to do it. And what ends up is, as the most important point is that you get out and have the results you seek and what's important for you. So those were the two books that I've, uh, that I've read this week. I really recommend you guys read them and read them in a row as they really complement each other. If you have other ideas for books that you should look into, send them along. My goal is to read a book a week and report on it. Until next week, keep reading. <laughs>